What up, loyal listeners? Today on this episode, the Untouchables talk about the Leafs, fantasy football, MOB, and Sharks hockey. I ain't got no motherfucker. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to you. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad Boys, boys, boys. What up, fellas? What up? Who's up? Who's playing some Xbox, sir? Miz, can you really hear it? I can hear the controllers. <laughs> I'm hammering it. Yeah, bro, you're fucking button mashing over there. 100%, but I'm kicking ass. Fucking button masher. Are we talking about Alex. Mason Crosby? Oh, I think we're yeah, yeah. Mason Crosby. Or yeah. kickers in general? Well, I think, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, I think I was listening to Overdrive just today, and they had, like, a great question. It's like, how can nobody else on the team kick a field? Like, a punter can't go out and kick a fucking 30-yard field goal if your kicker is having the worst day of his life? Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have backup kickers. I guess they don't want to waste roster spots. Yeah. They so... never have backup kickers. Well, it'll be a waste, no, right? It, well, you'd think a punter, though. Like, how different is it? You can't go out and kick a field goal? Well, I mean, well, we did it. Seriously. All right, so we're talking. We're talking Mason Crosby. Do we want to talk? What were the other subjects that we were talking about? Obviously, uh, honestly, obviously fantasy. Whatever. Okay, fantasy so update. We'll start off a of fantasy. Let me see. Let me see what you wrote, Carm. What'd you say? It's a fantasy recap. Oh yeah, what happened to Mark? Less than fifty points. It sucks. It's funny too because his team is really bad. Sorry, his team is really good, but he had yeah. such a bad week. His team's actually good. I honestly think the team that I'm facing this week, uh, Paulies, might be the best team in the league. Bro, I just got, got done dusting Paulies. No yeah, problem. I, dude, his team's good. Nah, nah, nah. I think Nate's team's good. Nate's receivers are fucking solid. All right, well, anyways, regardless. Uh, okay, so yeah, Mason we, we can Crosby. talk fantasy. That's no problem. Do you guys want to touch on the... Do you guys want to touch on the least? I, just, I can just ask you guys. Oh, Is so, it time to press the panic button? 100% no. No. I don't know, bro. So, Jamal, one thing... Should we trade Tavares? No. <laughs> one thing That's with you... the worst take ever. So, the, the last the last uh, podcast, Eileen was listening to it with Jesse, And yeah. she said... Uh, she said, Jamal doesn't talk a lot. And I said, yeah, it was just because we were talking about, like, golf and, and hockey. He doesn't really have an intake in that. Take, I like just asking it. the questions. The fact that Eileen listens is a testament to how good we well, are because Je- I did not think we had many female listeners. Je- Jesse listens. She was just I, and Eileen puts up with it. Mm-hmm. Ah, fair enough. That still counts. Yeah. Um, no, for that stuff, like when we talk hockey, like I just like to ask the hard hitting questions the fans want to know. I do know hockey, but like, I, do you like, want to do you want to do that then? I like, can't. Like you guys, you can't speak. Yeah. Like oh yeah. No, we'll just touch on it a little bit. I'll ask that. I'm going to ask you guys that. Do we press the panic button? Okay. I I'm just kind of joking because, like, cause like, when you actually listen to, like, some of these league fans, they're just, like, they go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they, they overreact so hard. In fact, I'll go sarcastic and I'll actually pretend that we are pushing the panic button. So, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Uh, Is it, well, I have a question. What's Before we start, what's going on with uh, Kadri? Is he, like, on the third line or something? Yeah, but he's always on the third line. The problem is, is that um, because Nylander's not 
in the lineup. Kapanen, like Kasperi Kapanen's playing up in the lineup with Matthews and stuff now. So is Nylander holding, holding out? Yeah. He's not holding out. He just doesn't well, have a contract. There's a difference. Yeah. He doesn't have a contract. Like the, he doesn't have a contract. Yeah. But it's not so a holdout. Like a holdout is like so, Le'Veon Bill where you have a contract. But wait, 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 wait. So he's a free agent? Restricted no, free agent. Free agent, yeah. So he can only sign with the Leafs? Yeah. Essentially. And they won't offer him a contract? They're, well, it's like they're negotiating, right? But if he doesn't sign by a certain date, then he's ineligible to play for this season. So realistically, if he doesn't have a contract by that date, he's probably going to get traded, to be honest. Say word. Yeah. We'll see. Like, there's so many. Like, every radio show in Toronto is talking about it. There's so and how many good takes. And how good is he? Like, I think he's more valuable than Marner, but that's just my crazy opinion. I, I disagree with that. I think he's... I think he's good, but I think if the problem is this, is that Peter Shirelli, do we, do we just want to record and talk about this, boys? I feel like it's, it's a good conversation. Oh, I've, I've been recording for ten minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> there, goes, there, goes, there goes my quality control piece. There, just sorry to our loyal audience. My producer didn't give me the fucking go ahead. Thanks well, for making me. Well, <laughs> same thing we did on the last pod. Just kind of record. Yeah, but JMO said go. You have to have the director say go. No, I, I recorded it. I recorded before he told me to go go. No, I like that. I like that, Jesse. You want to get that? That way, so I get some. That, some organic flow. Some hot takes prior yeah. to, the, to the music starting. Yeah, you can pick and choose whatever you want. Guys, fucking nah. Carm's got no fucking confidence in this producer. Let's kick him off the I, show. Uh, yeah, well, you know, Master Trade the Team Sportsnet next year. I know they do a shitty job anyway. I could be there as well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry. Shit. Yeah, dude, Sportsnet reminds me of a radio, like a high school radio show. Yeah, can I'm we sure, talk I probably about should... how shit Sportsnet is? I, I was just watching, like, I, it was on the other day. Like, I was just watching it, like, Compared to like any other like TV like TV sports network like TSN, ESPN, whatever you have, Fox, CBS Sports, fuck or CBC Sports, like it is. I don't know what it is. The personalities it is just bad. It looks like it's low budget. The personalities suck. I don't know, man. Like I was watching Kevin like, Sid today, and I fucking what was going insane. Like how do these people have a fucking TV show is beyond me. Yeah, how do these people have jobs? How do these people get into sports? I don't know. It's a joke. Right, what, are you, what are you playing for our uh, our fans to know? Uh, Chell. I'm just hammering some fucking things here. I don't know. I'm not oh, doing nice. very well. Anyway, what, playing, uh, what team are you playing? Throw on pause. Oh, dude, I'm playing with the Leafs, of course. <laughs> oh, nice. Hundred percent. It's the first time I've ever been good in a fucking game. You gotta actually play with them. Yeah, Anyways, anyway, yeah, I'm not. I'm not one of those Fortnite lamos in the show, crushing it every night. I was listening to Spit and Chicklets today, and uh, yeah. Scott Darling was on. The entire yeah. Carolina Hurricanes played that game. <laughs> Except yeah, dude, the story he was telling was hilarious. Uh, shout out to Spit uh, and anyway, Chicklets if you guys were listening. Shout out to Spit. We love Spit and Chicklets. Um, anyway, yeah, I know. So, Jamie, what I was saying was the problem is this: like, if you look at all the players that have signed recent contracts in the NHL. Um, the one that's like the two most comparable to Nylander are Nick Ehlers of Winnipeg and mm-hmm. David Pasternak of Boston. Ehlers, I think, is like six point two. Pasternak is like six point seven. Those Both guys are world beaters, though. No, They're but, not, pa- but, but well, like who's Pas- a better player, Pas- Pasternak or Nylander? Yeah, Pasternak Pasternak's a way bit, better player. Than, like Pasternak's a superstar. Like he's un- he's unbelievable. So I'm reading. Some- other- Go ahead. I was going to say the problem is though is that Nylander's going to say, well, so the Leafs are going to say, okay, Pasternak and Ehlers got this. And then the Leafs are, or Nylander is going to say, yeah, okay, but Shirelli, the meathead, gave um, Drysidle eight and a half million, yeah. and Buffalo basically, the owner of Buffalo, let Jack Eichel fuck his, fuck his wife and take ten and a half million dollars per year. 
and that's basically what he's... So they're, they're both coming with different comparables, and that's why they're kind of in stalemate. Um, but the, the thing is, if he doesn't sign, uh, like there's a certain date. I, know, I don't forget, remember what it is with restricted free agents. I, I think it's November something, because this happened to Kyle Turris a few years ago. I think it's December if you don't sign them, uh, Yeah, that might be it. So if you don't sign them by that date, they're ineligible to play this season. So if Nylander doesn't have a contract by that date, whether it's one year, whatever the fuck, he cannot play this year in the NHL. So if it's going to even become close to that, you got to think the Leafs would trade him if they, before letting him sit out this season. Because it, like, even though you want Nylander for the long term, if he's willing to sit out a whole season, A, it proves he's willing to dig in for the hard dollars and he's not going to negotiate. And B, you could get, you, like, for a Nylander, you got to think you'd be able to get a Noah Hannafin. You got, you'd be able to get like one of those young, potential top four, top two guys. Like I know they're tough to do trades on, but you, if Jonathan Drouin got you Mikhail Sergachev, you got to think Nylander would be able to get you something of value. Yeah. So, like, Jamal, it's like equivalent to Le'Veon Bell sitting out to week. What is it, week? He's got to week 10 to report to uh, the Steelers. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's similar. I mean, obviously, Le'Veon Bell is way more valuable than if you were to compare Nylander to the Leafs. But, I mean, you said exactly what I was going to say. Karm about Dreisaitl's eight and a half. That's what he's going off of versus Pasternak. And, uh, and that, that's the problem with the NHL. Like, I understand you are what the market pays you, but, like, I feel like that's that, that's the problem because that's a bad contract. That's a horrible contract. Dreisaitl right, try, should yeah. not be getting paid eight and a half million dollars per year. Yeah. The, the Oilers basically went to the Stanley uh, went to the playoffs that year, jerked off all over themselves, handed McDavid $12.5 million and handed, like, just busting nuts all over the place, handed Dreisaitl $8.5 million, and the rest of their team is still shit. Like, they're they're the example of what happens if you get a contract wrong. So I actually, I don't mind what Kyle Dubas and the Leafs are doing. I think it may, I'm actually kind of happy they're doing it this way, because you remember how, how, like, Phil Kessel, it's like, oh, yeah, here's $8 million. Dion Phaneuf, oh, we're not going to let him walk. It's too important. We're going to give him fucking $8 million a year, too. Like, they've in the past, they're always on the wrong side of this. It's nice that they're, you can see they're finally doing a common sense, something that makes a little bit of sense approach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just my two cents on it. I, I don't know, though. I definitely – but that's – I think that, that directly relates to, to Kadri, though, because last year Kadri started getting going when he was playing with a Nylander – or not Nylander, with Marner. And obviously Marner's going to make anybody around him better, but right yeah. now Kadri just doesn't have speed on his line at all. Like he's playing so, – I think he's playing with Brown and um, – Who's the other guy on his line? It wasn't Kapanen, was it? Wasn't it like Janssen or Ennis or something? Like, he wasn't playing with somebody studly. Janssen, I think. Yeah, so where, I, I like Connor Brown, but he's not He's not a world beater. So I have a question. Where does uh, Nylander slot in if he comes back? Because he top, first, top, first, line, top line, Austin Matthews. First one, yeah. yeah. But if you were to take him off the Leafs and put him somewhere else, he's probably a top six, top nine forward. Uh He's obviously, like, his numbers are inflated due to the fact that he's playing with one of the best players in the league. See, I don't think that, though. Uh, I think he's a, probably a top six no matter where he goes. Because remember when even even when Matthews wasn't on the team yet, when they called up Nylander for that last bit of the season in the when he was in the A, he was yeah. the best player on the team by far. Yeah, okay. I see that. It's just the way I, like, with Nylander, so I was listening to, again, shout out Spit and Chicklets. Um, and they played a, they played a, a recording from Shanahan, I guess, saying, like, when I was in uh, Detroit all those years, that we, you know, we, 
won the cup. Guys were getting paid under market value. But, like, when we look at, back at it, we were, you know, Stanley Cup champions for whatever. I think they had two cups as a team. And he's saying, well, some of these guys are going to have to sacrifice if they want that. If not, they can go get their money, and then, you know, it's kind of they're not working together to keep this dy- potential dynasty afloat. And, I mean, I, I look at that side. I said, yeah, I agree. Obviously, I want to win championships over getting money, but then at the same time, it's a business. It's like, well, they want you to take less so you can win a team, but they'll ship you off, so I want to get my money and protect myself. Um, so you know what actually who Nylander is, honestly? Nylander is Phil Kessel. Nylander is Phil Kessel in the sense that if you make him the highest paid player on your team and you give him like $8 million per year, he'll mm-hmm. put up numbers, but you're not going to win very much. William Nylander cannot be the best player on your team because if he is, you're not going to win very much. Whereas if you put him with a player like Matthews, like a Crosby, basically exactly what happened with Phil, where he's not the focal point, then, yeah. he's, a six, then he's a great player. And Phil, keep in mind, I think it's $8 million he got paid by the Leafs. But I'm almost positive they retained at least two, to, like one and a half to two million dollars per year on that contract. So his real value is around that seven, six-ish range. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope we come to a, some sort of conclusion relatively soon. I like Neander. Give him a seat. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. They got to figure can, something can, out. Can our obviously. producer, producer to make whoever's ignoring the uh, IRS there on the other line, can just answer the phone or something? Sorry, maybe? sorry like, I haven't answered. Do we, my... have, do we have some semblance of pride on this podcast? No, I haven't answered my health phone in five years. Yeah, I'm the only one. You're button mashing. You got the phone ringing. Please, Jamal. We all know you have seven Pornhub windows right now, ready to go <laughs> as soon as this is over, bro. You're you're the kind of guy that goes on Pornhub and goes to like tab number thirty-five to find the right video. Well, I mean, you got to find the right video. Well, I, well I, I was going to say, I know that because I'm that guy, too, and I can spot <laughs> the crowd, so. Carm, you're the one that's fucking going. All right, boys, we're getting a little off track here. <laughs> <laughs> Lack of intro here. We're just going to dive right into fantasy. This is what I mean. Oh, it's, it's just a wait. long show. I got something to say about fantasy. Carm's team, 5-0. and oh. Holy. Can I say something about Carm's 5-0 and oh here? I don't I don't. I just want to say Carm, you're, like, this is the part that bugs me, but not bugs me, that is very impressive about Carm's 5-0. and Everybody will say that the, the, the rules of fantasy football is you have to hit your first four draft picks. I mean, until I've talked about it many times, you've you got <laughs> you to hit your first four picks. That's vital. That's vital. Carm's first two picks of his first four, yeah, he hit the last two. His first two picks. Don't have any of them played a game for him, basically. Derrick Henry and Leonard Burnett have done nothing, nothing for you, yeah. Carb. <laughs> and somehow you're fine. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Dude, I, I think it's just time for people to admit that I kind of know my shit when it comes to fantasy football. Like, Hold, I'm on. Carb, I my team Hold on. Before you toot your own horn, okay? I'm not, hang on. I'm not tooting my own horn, though. But, bro, boys, have I not finished first or second overall, like, two years in a row? And, like, the third year, I'm off to a 5-0 and start here? Like, I mean, yeah. let's call it spade a spade. But... Carm, I, I last year I started out seven and zero, finished the year seven and six in my one of my leagues, lost in the first Jeez. round of the playoffs. I, I'm you, preparing to lose a few games. I'm not going undefeated. I'm saying that right now. My so team is not that. I good. I personally think you shouldn't be undefeated. The reason why I say this, so I I'm a big component of seeing how good a team is based on their points for and points against. For points against is more of how lucky they are. So Carm's yeah. sitting, you know, top of the league with Nate at uh, 529.4. First, I get it. 
good team. I'm not saying you don't have a good team. Just you're getting a little lucky. You have like a 40-point deficit in terms of points against. The next person higher than you has got 40 points more against than you. So you're kind of getting lucky a little bit on your matchups. No, 100%. I looked at it today. I, I have the most points for in the league, I think. I think I'm just ahead of Nate, which is obviously that's all you can control, right? But the points against, I've gotten really lucky. I think I have less than 400 points against have, in four or five games. You're on literally on 400, right? 399, I guess. Yeah, so, I so mean, and, that, that's that's luck. And I, I mean, my team's not good to begin with. I'm sitting fifth in the league in points for, or sixth, sorry. But I have, by like 40 points, I <laughs> have the most points against. Mind you, I played <laughs> Nate, who scored 160 points on me. But the way I look at it, it's a lot of look up for me. You know, I got my first win. Thanks, Taylor. Changed my name to 1-12 and 12 now. Yeah, that was a big win. Like, can we just talk about that win? He he killed the evil scourge of Taylor. Oh, Christ. So I, I was I was fired up when uh, so I texted Taylor um, Sunday evening ish. I said <laughs> I said, bro, that's poor managing on you. He's like, yeah, I know. I He's fell asleep. Something. I even picked up Latavius Murray. I said, well, bro, you can't be doing that. And then he sends a text at one o'clock in the morning. I was like, low key, I'm like, Taylor's probably serious. And is actually going to um, give himself oh, an extra... What the text say? What the text say? It says, It has come to my attention that one of the members of our league slept through the 4 o'clock start and played an inactive player. Oh, I saw that. Was he talking about himself? Yes. yes. The, the person has that also... Is that <laughs> is Putin. Hold on. Communist bullshit. Hold on. He then goes on to say, The person has also... This person has a fever over 100, so I'm going to do what is right and adjust his lineup for him. If oh, six of you reject this in the next two hours, I will I will reverse my decision. Thank you, Commissioner Taylor. He sent that at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Classic Taylor. What a scumbag. Give him the benefit. He didn't actually do it. It wouldn't even matter. You still would have beat him. Well, even if he, even if he put Murray in the lineup, you would. Yeah, I know. I would. I still would have beat him. Scumbag, bro. Yeah, what up, Taylor? Your team sucks. That is. Teams are really bad. Teams are oh, really bad. Man. He's got tenth in points for. I think okay, but also Carm, like, look at your team. Like, who's your number one running back? Uh, honestly, TJ Yeldon probably. Like TJ Yeldon is your number one running back. You can put the most points in the league. Who's your number one wide receiver? Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek Hill's having a season. Tyreek Hill's having a decent job, but he's not. Not the last two games. It just it boggles my last mind. Last three, like, three games. I don't know how you're putting up the most points. I really don't. Well, dude, I got, like, this week I played Aaron Rodgers over Patrick Mahomes for, like, the first time in, like, three yeah, weeks. And, and Rodgers actually put up 30. Mahomes put up, like, 15. So oh, I got bro, that you're, one, right? You're, also, you're driven by your quarterback. Where, Golden Tate threw up 25 for me one week. I've gotten, I've gotten lucky a couple of weeks. And, where, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, yeah, dude, as long as KC keeps winning and the offense keeps going, I'm going to do good. The second yeah. that offense goes cold, I'm fucked. Wait, yeah. you got tight end receiver but what the fuck was Carm Kelsey's thinking this week Kelsey's a stud what would you say Justin what was Carm thinking this week I mean not Carm Mark sorry getting you too oh, mixed up Mark. Mark just got unlucky poor guy well, yeah Lamar Miller was hurt why, like, why didn't he take him out no he was act. no the problem he was active but then he didn't play he wasn't inactive he was actually active for the game they just I thought I got a report injured. saying that he was inactive for the game no, was it, but no, what, the other was, problem with that too was wasn't, that, wasn't that the Sunday night game too? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so that's tough, right? If you you have to bank on him going because if all the other guys are done, like that's why he, I don't know if he was questionable or not. That that's rough. He's also got three receivers. Like Taylor, so Jamal, your idea of having the running back at your flex, which is obviously a good idea. He should have kept his running back at the flex. 
He kept... like, his, his best receiver is Michael Thomas. Absolute stud, one of the top wide receivers. His best running back is Ezekiel Elliott. Stud, one of the top top running backs. His best quarterback is Drew Brees. Stud, one of the best quarter, quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, boys. All-time passing record. He's got a good record. squad. He's got a good squad. How do I understand how he's 1-4? Dude, I, I honestly thought Mason Crosby was going to cost me this week against him. When I saw that performance, I could not believe it. Like, I, I, I don't understand how his team only put up 50 points. That's just unlucky. But everyone's due for one of those a year, though. Everyone shits yeah. the bed once. Well, I've, I've had two of those, so thanks. Uh, you're yeah. over the quota. No, but in, I think sa- Justin, in sales terms, you're a top performer, Justin. <laughs> Justin, I helped you out. I told you a couple running backs to pick up, and I think you... I'm on, I'm on fire right to now. To be honest, I probably should have picked up one of them. But you're on the up and up. The other than Nate, I'm, I'm, yeah. in the last two weeks, other than Nate, I'm, I've got the most points points per week. Basically, so. I told, I told Bro, you Justin, to make those moves. In our, so in, I, in the, sorry, just in, the, in these private moments, uh, since we're private right now and no one's actually going to hear this, did J-Mo actually advise you to do this stuff, or is he going a bit Brian Burke here? No, nope, nope. uh, I, I mean, uh, J-Mo has been quite the influence on my fantasy career. No, but I just, I'd like to explain to you, bro. It's it's kind of a selfish, like, reason. Like, I'm not, I'm not just helping because, like, I'm a nice guy and I like him. It was more so, like, I saw that Taylor had no running backs and there was running backs on the free agent wa- waiver. And, like, I basically didn't really have enough spots. I already had enough running backs. I have all these running backs. You have a good team. <laughs> so I really didn't want Taylor to pick up these running backs. And I was puzzled why no one else was picking up. So I was like, yo, just... Pick up fucking Lindsay. It's like I don't want fucking Taylor to get Lindsay. And I was like, Yo, Justin, pick up James White because I don't want Taylor to pick up Jensen because Taylor sucks if he has no running oh. backs. And the worst thing that could happen is if he picks up a good running back. Yeah. So it's a little bit selfish. That's true. But I thank you for it, man. You've been helping me out. Yeah, you know, and, and you know what? It, it paid off in the end because I, I I helped him build the team that basically took down the tyrant. Yeah, you're welcome, boys. Yeah, so you know, it's a win-win situation all around. He has a win. Taylor loses. Everybody's happy. And not to mention, I have Shady too, right? So with him, might be trade. Well, there's potential trade rumors for him to the Eagles after JJ he went down. So that would yeah. be a good little pickup. If not, I mean, I don't know. I got Le'Veon Bell who's coming back in a couple weeks. Yeah. I think it's looking up for me for, to, to, you know, at the halfway, the dog days of, of the season here. Heading into these playoffs. Are, these shortly. are the dog days. These I think are the I, dog I, days. I think all the see Taylor's sitting with his number one his number one waiver claim. He's telling me, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up a stud, I'm gonna pick up a shirt thing. See, last year, Carb, you had the, the number one waiver pickup with Kamara. Like I think by this point, like like there's no way left to get I don't know, like who's all of a sudden gonna just emerge out of nowhere? Like I think Whoever would have emerged would have emerged by now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Taylor's waiting on nobody. No, I'm, I'm pretty – well, the only one – like, I mean, I'm, I don't want to give anything away, but I don't know if you saw Jacksonville today signed uh, – what's his name there? Uh, Jamal Charles. Yeah, but he's fucking a million years old. He's, I don't, he's not going to – Dude, based on the way TJ Yeldon's going, I don't think anybody's getting in touch with TJ Yeldon. Yeldon's been great. Yeah, but, they just sent him as a backup. There's a couple, there's a couple um, RBs that um, Taylor can pick up this week. Especially if he's, you know, paying attention that um, Jay Jai went down. You know, Corey Clement's going to probably fill that fill that role until maybe they nah, trade for Shady. Nah, but not really because, dude, they haven't even been running the ball. They've just been throwing it a million times. I don't think they're going to run the ball. That's true. Well, but, but there's also issues that um, Carson Wentz isn't necessarily performing well at all. So, like, <laughs> I was reading reports today that's like, 
Eagles fans are consider like are concerned, maybe they should bench uh, Carson and bring back Nick Foles. But he's only so the thing that division turns over all the time. He had major knee surgery last year. Like he, it's going to take him some time to figure it out. I still think the Eagles are going to be okay though. Like right now, the Redskins are atop that division. They're two and two. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there there there's that division is still wide open. They well, just need to play a little bit better. Yeah. They'll be fine. He's just got to control the ball better. He's got four turnovers since he came back um, to five. Well, one interception, five touchdowns, but three fumbles. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of got to protect the ball a little bit more. But, I mean, I don't know. I can see them. Who they playing? They can play in the Giants this week. I mean, they, the whole team could have a field day. Yeah, it's true, actually. What do you guys, what do you guys think of uh, – you've been following uh, the World Series here at all in terms of uh, these matchups? Like, Cleveland just got fucking stomped. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Yankees-Red Sox matchup. I love Yankees-Red Sox. But you know what? It's kind of depressing to watch the Yankees-Red Sox matchup because the more I watch it, the more I realize that, like, we are just in for a fucking shitload of bad years for the for the Blue Jays. Like, I, I can't see any way within the next, like, set, probably six to seven years that we make it out of that division. Can you, Carmen? Like, they're, they just got so much freaking good young talent. Can I can I quickly uh, you know comment on something? Go ahead, Carmen. You said Cleveland got smashed, right? Yep. Are we just gonna ignore the yanking shit kicking they got? Boston beat them sixteen to one. No, 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 no. I'm saying Cleveland got smashed like three games to none, and like neither of none of those games. Oh, well, you mean Cleveland were really you mean close. In the I'm over, saying overall, overall like, there series. Was no, yeah, yeah. Like that series Seven. against Houston. I don't know if you saw Justin. Like every single game was like three runs. There was it was it was not close. Yeah, like, it was seven smashed. two three one and eleven three. Yeah, yeah like, okay, it wasn't sorry, close. Sorry, yeah. All right, go back to what you're saying, Jamal. No, but Houston also won like the deepest, one of the best rosters in the league. But even They're starting back, five like, they, is so filled. Like they were a team, but they but they they were good because they were bad for so long. They got good draft picks, and then like they built from like the draft. And like when you look at this, these Yankees and like and Red Sox teams, because now the series is on. Like they just have so much good freaking young talent. Like. Like good pitchers, like and and then they got like good free, like they signed decent free agents to boot, but like I just put up like the Red Sox, they got like like Mookie Betts, like guys like Chris Sale that are like under contract for a while, like they got like like David Price is like a freaking like he's like uh he's like nothing to them, like he was our like the Jays' big signing that one year, and like for him he's he's like they're like third best pitcher. Well, so the thing is though, what I would remember. Do you remember how JMO for a few years there, the Yankees and the Sox were just studs all the time? Yeah. And then they got really old really fast. Yeah. But these guys are all young. They got good young talent. No, no, no I know that. But if you look at the Red Sox, for example, they're young positionally, but they're not going to be able to afford every single one of those players. Like, say what you will. They're not going to go up. They might. Five, dude, they're not going to be able to keep every single one of those guys. You don't think so? It's not like they're under a salary cap, dude. Yeah, pay no, and win championships. I, I understand. No, I understand that. But like, so put it this way. So let's let's say they keep the core intact. Look at their current roster right now. You have David Price is not opting out of his deal. He's not going to throw away like a hundred and something million dollars when he pitches like shit in the playoffs. So he's going to be there for a few more years, like long term. Chris Sale, same boat. You sign him to a huge extension. Those guys are getting older. Their arms are not going to be like that forever. Their pitching is going to get real old, real quick. Yeah, Rick um, on He's only twenty nine. Twenty nine for a pitcher's old, dude. 
It's it's getting up there. Because Rick Porcello, if Rick Porcello loses two miles an hour off his fastball, he's going to get hit like crazy. Like that, like yeah. that, that, that's just the way it works when it comes to pitching in the show. I feel. Yeah. So I think yeah, the Yankees. Right. I put it this way: I think the Red Sox are more at risk than the Yankees when it comes to like their players actually getting older really, really fast. I think the Yankees are a bit younger, and they've done a better job in terms of like players they have in their system. I'm just saying that yeah, they both have good young talent. It's just like it's really hard to see how the Jays will compete with them like within the next five years. Well, is what I'm if, you, saying. if you look at the Jays, like from a from a pro, if if all of their prospects hit, you can see them having like a, a solid core of like six, seven position players that are going to be really, really good. The biggest problem that I have with the Jays is like I have zero faith in this front office now. They traded Donaldson way too late. They're they're probably not going to trade Smoker Morales or soon enough. They keep talking about this farm system, but like they really only have two or three blue chip prospects. And like realistically, like Sanchez and Stroman. Like besides them, there, there's no. Do you know any other pitchers in the system? Do you name no. any? And no. like I know Baraki came up and was pretty good, but I don't think he's going to turn into Jake Arrieta. Yeah. Like uh, I, I don't know. Like there's no other pitchers, and I, like you can get them, but I don't know. I, the, there was a few years ago where they had this unreal starting rotation in bullpen with like Roy Halladay, but the position players sucked. And then a few yeah. years later, they had all these sluggers, but they couldn't fucking pitch a game to save their lives. And I feel like they're going to be one of those teams that's going to have, like, two-thirds of the puzzle, but not the whole puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Either way, though, we're going to have Vladdy. Who's your favorite? We're going to see yeah. it dingers. Who's my favorite? Who's your favorite to win? Who do you like the, the most? Ooh, fuck, eh? Um, I like the Dodgers a lot. I have a really bad feeling of Houston doing it again, to be honest. Yeah, they're good. They just got so much talent. Mm-hmm. I just like I like like Machado is a is a freaking stud. Like I also like Puig a lot. I don't know. Just I've always been like a Puig fan. I like even though he's not, he's never he's never been like basically what he was hyped on to be. I still freaking love him as a player. I just I root for that guy. And uh, I don't know. They got Kershaw's who's become a playoff pitcher that was the biggest knock on him that he was never a playoff pitcher I don't know I just I like them a lot it would probably be like them in, in the Astros in the finals I'd love to see the Dodgers do it just because they're one of those teams that doesn't accept losing they don't do the rebuild bullshit they just go out and spend they always want to win so I kind of yeah. give them credit yeah. um, I just don't want to see Houston win honestly it's the only team I, I really I don't care about if the Yankees win great if the Red Sox win whatever like at least I don't want to see Houston or Boston win I'm sick yeah. of Boston winning all these championships all the fucking time it pisses me off yeah yeah yeah, that makes sense. Thirsty Carm. Yeah, I'm having a glass of almond milk. <laughs> nice. Figured in we mailed in the intro. I might as well mail in the meal here, so. <laughs> Carm, your girlfriend's got you on that healthy diet, eh? Nah, bro, I'm on that keto grind. Oh, that keto. So what, yeah. regular milk doesn't cut it? No, nah, I just like almond milk better, bro. You, you oh, never really? tried almond milk? It's fucking delicious. It is pretty good. Uh, uh, I'm not a big almond milk guy. I like regular milk. Milk from the big, cows. Big <laughs> almond milk guy. Hard opt-in. Hard opt-in on the almond milk? Absolutely. Unsweetened though. Like not that vanilla bullshit. No, true, true, true. Do they, do they make chocolate or chocolate almond milk? Is that a thing? I, I'm assuming so, but I, would, I wouldn't know. I haven't seen it before. Too much sugar. Mm-hmm. Justin, what do you think? What do you think of Brooks Kapka getting named Player of the Year? I, Fair. Uh, I think it's deservedly so. 
Yeah, two majors, right? Yeah, yeah, he won two majors. You got to give it to him. Who else would you give it to? And he defended Living his shit in the rider. And he defended his. Um, was it U.S. Open? He won last year. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's well deserved. Um, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, who like just looking at everyone's I guess results from this year? Like, I don't know who else would have. Um, I don't know who contended for it. Like maybe Bryson, but maybe Rose. I don't know. There's not many. It's, it wasn't a star-studded. Tiger, bro. Year. No. Well, <laughs> Tiger would have won. Um, he would have won Comeback Player of the Year if they still had it. Obviously, like with what he did this year, a couple couple runner-up to win top two top fives in majors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, to his standards, it's an year. off year. Yeah, I mean, to some, it's a good year. I look at it, I mean, it's just like, yeah, take it, you know, for what it is. Kind of came back after, what, three years of not really playing professional golf and won a tournament. I mean, I would have said, it, like, if he, if he would never have won this, I would have said this was a good building year for the next couple of years, if you can stay healthy. Um, but there's one thing I specifically wanted to talk about. Carmi, I don't know if you can have a lot of insight on this. I know my line mate Jamal here, but he can talk endless about how good USA Sharks are. Jamal, you got you got want to talk about any a little bit of uh, a little bit of hockey before our big game tonight? Absolutely, we got to fucking pick up the shit. So I just want to I just want to read out you know some big numbers last year for the Sharks. Um, Eleven games played. Our leader had sixteen points. It's myself, and then you know we got Lucas there at fourteen. In 11, Jesse 11 and 9, and then you know, halfway down the list, not bad for a guy that was up and down defense and forward and found a stride late in the season. Jesse Milanovic had six points in the 11 games, you know, not too bad. But, but then I, but I'm getting, the, I'm getting the there. playoff line, bro. I'm getting there. Well, you know, and then we moved, you know, late in the season, we moved him on to Jesse and I's, just mine and Jesse's line. Um, and man, the oh man, line. call it what it is, bro. It's the first line. It's the, probably the greatest. They moved up to the first line. Greatest line ever assembled, I would say. To center you two on the wing. Jamal comes out in five games played, throws a little nine points up there, two goals, seven assists. Nine points Damn. in five games. He's on fuego. On he's fuego. He's yeah, I, I should have got that here. written in my in my suit. Not not to mention in two nine games played, in five games in the winter season. Jamal's got two games played, one goal, three assists. Just, I think it's we got between our line, Jamie. We got what nine, seventeen points in two games. You know what it is? It was like it was like it's kind of like uh, like in football. It's like you, the guy's in the wrong situation. You know they're not playing him at, at, at what he does well. It's 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 all about coaching. It's using your guys for for what they do well. I was playing defense. You know I'm a good defenseman, but my skill is scoring. I'm a scorer. I always have been. Always will be. You move me up to the first line with a couple of playmakers. What do you get? Scored, right? Yeah, pure, just pure, pure offensive-minded. Well, I don't know. Like, dominant. I, I think dominant. I think at this point, you take you come off the you come off our line. I think we're essentially useless out there. No, what, what, can what, I just what, say what, what your problem is, John? What's our problem here, Carm? Your problem is you guys are called the fucking sharks. Did you no. see the fire throwbacks the Ducks came out with this weekend? Oh Bro, yeah. I guarantee so, hold you, on. if you guys were rocking those threads. You'd be I know. smashing teams. But so hey, what, we're rocking Team USA. Team Cut. USA. Probably proud. We're, we're, uh, we're the USA from uh, D two. So yeah, uh, we, uh, we need we need to we need to get 
these uh, these throwback jerseys so that you know if we're struggling in the finals like we did last year, just you know in, in between the second and third kind Inter- of intermission jerseys. change of jersey. Yeah, you gotta you gotta run that card. Yeah, yeah. but James, James, well, I just fun. have to give you a shout out there for your uh, thanks, bro. Your hockey no, I didn't expertise. think. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think there was. It wasn't out there. Not enough people knew what was going on. The dominance that I was kind yeah, of now, uh, now now exhibiting. Knows. Yeah, now everybody knows. Mind you, we're off to a little slow start, own too. Yeah, you know, we got a little bit of goalie problems, but we'll we'll pick it up. <laughs> Hopefully, he's not Man. listening. <laughs> All right, boys, what else? Who, who are you throwing on the goal, bus no, right now? Good defensive. It's the best it, defensive zone. We let a lot of goals in. That's what I mean. Are you guys not goalie, basically. Uh, basically, basically. I mean, we we got uh, <laughs> yeah, we got a big challenge ahead of us. It's not. That, it's not so much. That, it's not so much that our goalie's bad. It's it's Daniel Longo, like Tommy's brother. It's not so much our goalie's bad. Our goalie's fine. It's just that we went from like a superstar, like stud goalie that literally like stood on his head and made sixty saves a game. Would make sixty saves a game, and like we like we could let like four breakaways go, and like wouldn't even matter. Like, like we basically gave him breakaways to warm up. That's basically how it went. It's like, oh, Josh isn't warm right now. Give the kid a couple breakaways so we can warm up in this game. Like that's how we play. Yeah, and, and I'm now, gonna like, I'm gonna throw the D under the bus, and Jesse does all every game we play. They yeah, are trash. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of two on ones, three on twos, three on O's. What that type of stuff? Just running around in their own zone. I don't know, boys. There's, there's a lot of work to do to, back there. Yeah, we're, there's work to be done. But you know, we got a couple coaches on our team, and I expect them to kind of, you know, coach them up, bro. You're the coach of the defense, aren't you? You coach AAA defense, Justin, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Th- don't bring coach that up, up right bro. now. We're <laughs> kind of struggling to begin the year, but... Time to coach him up. I know. I know. We'll figure something out heading into tonight's game. Yeah. Big tilt, 1045. Yeah. Ooh. Any nice fans shift. I want to... And I have an exam. <laughs> I got an exam tomorrow morning, too, at 8 a.m. That's not important, Justin. Don't tell me about that. It's okay. <laughs> I'll be there. I'm not for skipping hockey. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Okay. Dedicated. Yeah, don't be distracted. Boys, any other news we want we want to share? Discuss? Other news. I'm staying off of... Uh, we're going to release a new segment next week for our loyal listeners. We're going to do what made us... Uh, I don't want to say famous, but... People, I think, like listening to us talk about how we lost money, so we're going to give the people what they want. Because yeah. we understand our fans. we got to give the people what they want. So we're going to do that next week. We're going to release a new segment called How Did Carmen Fuck Up His Bet Today, basically. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, besides that, I got nothing else for me, boys. I think Jamel's got that tab 35 column for him, though, so we should probably let him go. Yeah, but bro, it's been way. It's worked its way up to 42 by now. Oh, shit. You're, you're into the dark web of Pornhub now. You're seeing some shit that should not be seen. Yeah. The dark web, bro. Are we going to cut that one off right here? Fans, <laughs> talk to you later.